Welcome in. This is 300 Yards to Unknown, a podcast that generally starts at golf and uh, goes off the rails somewhere, somewhere. Uh, Joining me as he does regularly, this is a lot of fun, Eric Patterson. You can find his stuff on The Score. You can find his musings on Twitter at EPACGolf. What up, dude? Rick, we are, what, two days away now. Um, We started this two weeks ago, so it's, it's fun to see time finally ticking down to uh, where we have an actual tournament coming up this week. It's uh, crazy that we made it, but we, we held tough and we're here now. There is golf action. Uh, the PGA tour will be back. I, what has it been? 11, it's been 90, it's going to be 91 days. I think from the end of the player, I don't know if that's the end of the players or the end of the API until the start of this event. It feels like 900 days. It does. It feels like such a long time. I mean, we were, t- we had a, uh, some professional golf to track while we were um, on our hiatus, but having Rory and Rom and Brooks back, it's real nice. And so that reminds me, the, the, the field is stacked. Obviously, you know, we've kind of talked ad nauseum about that. One of the best fields, uh, definitely the best field this, this event has ever seen. One of the best outside of a major that, that we've kind of ever seen on tour. And the featured groups are stacked as well. Eric, so like what what I think is kind of hilarious about this, you know, you've got the top three players in the world uh, playing together and, and you know this and, you know, we did it at Torrey Pines, like there would be a million people following these guys around. They'd be a, do- a dozen deep, but it is going to be the three best players in the world playing in front of no one. It's uh, I'm so excited to see what those feature groups are like. Um, it's going to be unique to see these guys, like you said, travel around the course with no herds of people following them no claps no roars um yeah it's uh i'm excited to see that obviously i'm excited to see the golf i'm excited to see it all unfold um you know testing all these things that go into the week that is um we're seeing um you know the the virtual press conferences that happened today we already had some technical difficulties with those guys dropping the calls people on mute so this (laughs) the standard covid uh coronavirus stuff that people are used to now that's kind of um, trickled into the PGA world. Seems like every Zoom meeting I've ever been on where someone is muted when they shouldn't or not muted when they should be. Uh, yeah, everybody everybody deals with that. A couple things out of this. Um, out of habit, are these guys going to make a putt, pull the ball out of the cup and wave to the crowd? Are they going to tip their cap when they are announced on the first tee? Like, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be weird. <laughs> I haven't in the Ryder cup. I feel like guys who don't wear hats sometimes tip their cap out of like forgetting that they don't have a hat like on a, or like something. Little, so yeah. <laughs> it might be at a, yeah, it might be at a habit. They reach for their hat and give a nod to nobody. Maybe they're, maybe the guys in the group are applauding them or nice putt, nice, nice shot, whatever from the caddies. But yeah, well, we'll get one wave to nobody and that'll be the a viral moment and then we'll move on. Uh, well, I'm sure you'll be the first to tweet it out. I feel like, I feel like you're the, you're, I, I don't even know. Okay. <laughs> We're going off the rails here. How, how are you, how are you grabbing video screenshots? Of, they're not even screenshots. They're video clips. What are you using for that? I can't oh, figure Rick, this technology I, out. Do I want to technology <laughs> app? This is uh it's built into your iPhone. It's the most, one of the oh, most you're doing it on your things. phone. Oh yeah. It's easy. Go oh, on. Jesus. 
I mean, I don't want to give away all my tips and tricks, all but right. it's a couple clicks, a couple uh, record screens, press play, and then you got the video. All right. Well, um, that's more than I can do. I thought you were doing it like on your computer. I thought there was a special program for it. No, no. It's just re- record the screen off PGA Tour Live. That's the... Uh, I'm sure they love that. That's the secret. <laughs> I, I, I try to stay away now. I mean, I, I don't want to get in too much trouble with these videos, but if there is something, I'll, I'll mostly I'll just turn it into a GIF or something and Re- reuse it that way so they can't really give me too much hard of a time oh that's smart that's actually a really good idea um one thing about this so this is something that um i've thought about a couple of times over the years because i've i've tried to do a lot of um you know obviously data analysis but like group analysis when one guy plays with another guy do they do better or worse we always heard about the tiger factor when you played with tiger things got more difficult i think the most inherently unfair thing about golf is that the best players in the world always have to play with the best players in the world and the lesser known guys play with the lesser known guys and it's not completely random it is it's weird how they set up the times i mean you could probably go count how many times jt and fowler play together like they're back together again um they're living together it's just like a there's such good friends it must put them such at ease when they're together um but yeah at the same time like these guys kepka wants to play with mcelroy and rom i I don't know sure it's a lesser guy might not want to play with the top players in the world i'm not sure how they want to go about it but with the with those groups come the galleries obviously that's not an issue now but it is interesting to look at like yeah, they group the winners together. They group the, the top-ranked players in the world, and then you get the early morning and late afternoon tee times with a few nobodies, and they just kind of go about their business. Yeah, it's probably not as fair or unfair now. You're right, Eric, because there's no fan. Because usually, like Tiger hits his shot, and then everyone sprints ahead. You know, three thousand people are sprinting up to the green or whatever, and the next guy has to hit while everyone's moving. Like that's. But but my I guess my bigger point is the whole thing about the tour is like protect the field. Everything has to be super fair. The fact that the, the the pairings are not completely randomized is astonishing to me. Like I, I, I know why they do it because when, when you are there on site, you want to just follow one group. You put three guys together. Like I get it. It's better for television. It's better for all of that. But could you, like I'm trying to think of another, um, another sport comparison that we could make where the the event decides who kind of competes with each other i mean I guess it's not against each other but with each other to start the event like I, I don't think there's anything like it yeah i don't maybe a drawn tennis i don't know i don't know how you can make the comparison to team sports but personally i wish they kind of grouped them together more with more of a purpose not just the rankings you know put yeah. some rivals together why isn't why isn't kepka with Reed and DeChambeau to start this oh, week. Like, man. fire a few, put some gasoline on the fire and let these guys get back at it. Um, it'll be a little flex off on the first tee. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> Bryson lifting up his shirt to show his abs. That kind <laughs> yeah, of thing. That's the stuff we need. Um, uh, I did notice that uh, we saw how quickly DJ plays in the driving relief and he's with Bryson. So that's <laughs> a poor draw for DJ, I would suspect, because he's probably wanting to go to. He's probably going to want to play pretty quickly. And then, yeah, Bryson will be out there doing his calculations. So I, it'd be interesting to see, you know, if you, if I'll leave this to you, you're the, you're the data scientist guy here, but diving into like maybe someone who's uh, noticeably a little bit slower or quicker. Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe, maybe Bryson feels like he has to rush because he's playing with DJ. I'm not sure how it works. It could go both ways, but 
an interesting dynamic for the first group. Certainly would be good to look into. Here's another idea for the tour. Uh, let us choose. Throw it out on Twitter for what these featured groups could be. Let's we'll, we'll put some people together. We'll put Bryson and Reed and uh, Brooks together. No problem. Let us, let us fuel it. Uh, but the tour is going to get a little creative, Eric, here. So a couple of things we need to talk through. Um, there is going to be this. There was a CBS call. I don't even know what day it is. Maybe yesterday um, where they're going to do this little confession booth, so to speak, which is a little tented area off, I believe, the ninth green where guys are going to be able to pop in there as they're making the turn and get a preloaded question that they will then answer. Um, I will hold my thoughts on this. Good, bad or indifferent, Epat. Just when you explain it, like, I just think of everything that's going to go wrong and awkward and like, just, uh, I just can't see a guy like DJ or Kepka going mid round, going to sit down in a, like a, with a green screen behind them, a microphone and a camera answer one probably terrible question about how they're playing and then just get up and leave. It's just going to be, I wouldn't call it a confessional. I don't know if it is a confessional booth, that's going to be sweet. If it's like a, you know, chirp your playing partner or That'd you know give great. us a insight into the course or something a little more substantial than just how's it how's the round going uh, what's it like with no fans because that's what we're going to get and that's probably what it's going to be but there's going to be awkward moments that i'm very excited to see there is so uh to step back from this there has been a lot of cris- criticism over telecasts in the past six to eight months that's uh undeniable So with any innovation, I feel as if we should be applauding it. Okay, try something new. Give us something new. Let us hear from the players. You know, JT said he didn't want to be mic'd up, so maybe this is a way that you can at least get some insight. Um, So I applaud the attempt at innovation. However, I have a feeling this is going to be executed poorly because it's not going to be live, from what I understand. So this will be edited. So whatever response they give as they're making the turn if we see it an hour later, might not make sense anymore. Uh, to your point, Eric, if they're not like it's it's all go, and then if how, like who's going to load the questions and how are they going to load them? Is it going to be a question that's loaded thirty seconds before they get into the booth and it's like, yo, DJ, you just three three jacked from six feet? What happened? Like that's not going to happen. I have a feeling it's just going to be what? Yeah, what's it like with no fans? How's your round going? What do you need to do on the back? Which I think will come off pretty boring if it goes that way yeah it's it's an interesting concept obviously you have to you know congratulate them or applaud them for trying something different with no fans or just kind of adding interest to the event but like you said it's it's going to be tough to pull off if these questions are from fans or like you know we have one email question in and they just pick it randomly that would be a little more interesting than yeah um uh, a loaded question from the CBS team or the PGA tour or someone on the grounds there. I don't, I just, I can't see it being too interesting. I'm just more interested to see how it goes and kind of have fun with it after that, to be and, honest. And as with anything, um, like this is step one, right? So this is like, you know, take step one, see if this works or if it doesn't work, if it doesn't work, that's fine. At least we learned that at least we tried it right to, you know, um, I learned 2000 ways to not make a light bulb, right? You still learn something throughout that process. So I applaud it. Let's see what happens. I'm not 
that optimistic. Uh, unfortunately, Eric, something I'm not, I'm also not optimistic for is this Twitter multicast that was announced by the tour. I don't know, a couple hours ago. Um, from what I understand, there are going to be different. I I don't want to call them telecasts, multicasts, I guess, of quote unquote celebrities or people that you know overlaid onto PGA Tour Live. And then on Twitter, you can tune in and watch those personalities call the action. Uh, So I love, okay, this is an idea I've been, I've been clamoring for. I said, you know, every sporting event should have multiple feeds. You should be able to get an audio feed or whatever of guys talking about sports betting or former players or whatever. There should not be one telecast. So I, I, I love the idea of this, but some of the, some of the names they can like, I'm not excited about any of these people to talk about golf. It again, they are trying something new. Um, <laughs> it's good to see. Yeah. I am. I'm interested. I will probably tune into Eddie Pepperell's feed just because of yeah. his personality and he's a golfer and he'll have insight to what's, you know, these, what these guys are thinking about or something along those lines. Not, I'm not very interested to see what Darius Rucker has to say about Justin Thomas's golf game to be honest i don't know how many people do um but he's one of those guys like yeah they they nailed it with trying something new and offering a different broadcast but um the the names are definitely not very interesting from my point of view yes i'm a diehard fan so these are like they're probably trying to draw in a little more casual of a viewer but maybe that's it maybe they're saying okay we're gonna have a lot of eyes that uh don't necessarily watch golf we don't want to throw them on with potentially hardcore golf analysts or whatever it is, let's throw them uh, Dude Perfect or Annika, Annika Sorenstam and Brittany Lincecum. Or, uh, I mean, actually, the Eddie Pepperall one's pretty good. Uh, Henny, I think, I don't know how to pronounce the last name, Zuel, Zul, Zul. Uh, she does the golf TV stuff. Yeah, that sounds right. She's really good. She's really good, and yeah. Eddie Pepperell's great. So that, that, that to me, is the, the best one. Uh, CBS Sports, which, listen, I love them. Uh, they do great stuff. They are a great team. They have a, I don't want to say a bad word about them, but they, they're going with Charles Davis and Danny Cannell, which is a purely football angle of this. So maybe that's what they determine. They, they, they want to try to rope in some football fans uh, that are more, maybe more familiar with those guys and, and turn them into golf fans like that. I, I understand, but I mean, the catalog of, 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 of people that CBS sports could put out that, um, you know, the action, I mean, the celebrity streams, like they're endless, uh, endless people. I, I'm int- I would love to have heard how they got down to these, I don't know, 12 or 15 people. Yeah. I mean, CBS, they, I'd be, I'd watch maybe one with like Tony Romo. He's a, a good golfer and a good broadcaster. He has a little insight there, but yeah, it's a, yeah. it's an interesting list. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing a more like maybe a DFS point of view. I know they have some guys from the action network, but I mean, Pat Mayo is, uh, not to, to pump anyone else's tires here, but I think he would have been a fantastic choice for this and probably would have jumped at the opportunity. But I think he also would have, you know, provided insight that a lot of us, you know, diehards are looking for. So, um, I think it's a window to potentially more, um, we'll see how it goes for this week, but yeah, again, Applaud the effort. We'll see how the execution unfolds. I was surprised that there was not a DraftKings side of this because they had a they have an action network side of it. They like that they they did that. They they embraced it. 
Uh, I don't know what happened with DraftKings. They're an official partner. I I was shocked to see that was not uh, listed here. Um, do you That's have a- any idea? Like, okay, so I I've thought about doing this before because because literally it looks like the the screenshot that they are proposing, uh, you know, with with Darren Rovell and, and Jason Sobel is like the idea we've had for years, which is just throw up the PGA tour live stream and what we're doing right now, overlay our faces on the side of it and just talk. What is like, it can't be like, what are the legalities of this? Like if I want to do this on Thursday morning, they're going to try to shut me down for like, uh, you know, distribution of their video in an incorrect way. Right. hundred percent. Yeah. That's yeah. that. If you like jump on Twitch or something with the PGA stream in the background, you, yeah, that would get shut down in a heartbeat. So the, PGA tour definitely has to have their hand in this. Um, but that's sounds, that's like what it's all, all it is. They're just going to have a stream up with their face and just kind of talking. I'm not sure if they're talking over the PGA tour live broadcast or, oh, interesting. um, I don't know how it's going to work because I mean, I think it's only for a short window too. Um, yes, it is. It is Thursday. Yeah, so it, uh, Oh, I just had it here Thursday from one to two thirty Eastern time. So just that hour and a half window. And are they all, I guess they're all running simultaneously, which again, doesn't seem Seems smart, but yeah. Um, I mean, for an hour and a half, those like two people on a stream can probably hold a conversation. Uh, It could dry up pretty quickly, but again, we will see. I'm excited. I'll, I'll tune into Pepperell for sure. I think it's a different kind of taste from the regular broadcast. So I'm excited to see it. Yeah, I, I do. Don't get me wrong. Love the idea. Would love to do it myself if I had a good lawyer yeah. or whatever. Right. But like, um, love the idea. So let's let's see where it goes. The I always think about that. You mentioned, you know, if you have it on in the background on Twitch, like where do they draw the line? Like if I'm if I'm sitting in front of my screen here and like you happen to see the TV in the background is on whatever, like, you know, is it does it have to take up more than 50 percent of the window? Like there's got to be a line somewhere. I don't know what it is. You should try it. Just start uh, <laughs> yeah. start experimenting. We're going to have a, a little screen in the corner my... and then let it get bigger and bigger and see if they catch on. <laughs> Go fund me for my uh, legal defense team. I think when when all that happens, that, I mean, I would love to. Um, yeah, I don't want to deal with it. Um, <laughs> all right. Other news. Uh, apparently. Tiger Big news. Woods. Mm, is on the move so this kind of came on twitter this okay so i knew there were flight trackers right i knew that there was a way to track airplanes uh it happens all the time like oh lebron's decision he he his plane flew from you know cleveland to la whatever whatever um i did not know that you could track boats in the same way and apparently eric patterson tiger's yacht is on the move and headed to St. Simons, Georgia, which, oh, by the way, my friend, is a stone's throw from Hilton Head where the PGA Tour will be playing next week. Uh, sound the alarm, right? Like the guys. Yeah, play. this is sound the alarm for sure. Um, so I a little peek behind the curtain. I've been ever since Tiger played at Shinnecock where, they, where his yacht yes. privacy showed up. That's yes. when I kind of first jumped on the yacht tracker if you will um (laughs) the thing doesn't it doesn't move a lot i get like these you know every other day updates emails just you know you're sick by the way for getting every other update emails on tiger's yacht (laughs) i I love it but it's so it's moved for shinnecock it left for uh the where was the 2000 
It went up up to New York twice. So yeah, because that's like it, honestly, PGA, that's like the maybe. easiest way for him Beth to Page? get there. Yeah, that sounds right. Because that's like it's with all the traffic and shit. Like it's way easier for him to just yacht over there and have a yeah. place to stay. So it's been to New York twice. It went to Albany in uh, for the Bahamas for the Hero yep. World Challenge in 2019. And this is the I guess the fourth time I've seen it move. So wow. he's it, played. He's three for three before. And so every every time it moves, it's for a tournament. Yeah, like. It, I guess he doesn't rent it out or let other people use it. It's it's his. Um, he doesn't. He doesn't need the money. <laughs> yeah, Tiger's Wait, little rent yachtel program. Where does he keep it? Florida. That's where he docks. Yeah, it. it stays in West Palm Beach. I guess pretty close to his house. But it makes a ton of sense for him. He can, you know, keep that thing nice and clean, control who's going on and off. And I personally thought he'd be playing his first event in at uh, the Memorial, but yeah. this makes so much sense that he can just hop on his boat and he calls it a dinghy. It's far from a dinghy, but no, it's uh, massive, right? <laughs> float up there. That's a luxury. This is, he's, he's, it's a major flex on the rest of the field when he can jump in his yacht and head to a tournament. How good is it that this guy has a yacht that he's only moved like four times in the last however many years? I don't know if he spends time on it while it's docked, but like pretty sick to just have that like in the back pocket whenever you need it. Yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, I have no idea how it works, but maybe he takes it out for a couple rides. But like when there's a destination, that's when, you that's know, when that's up. when it's on the move. But um, so, yeah, he's uh, his yacht is heading reportedly heading, according to the, the website, it's heading to St. Simon's RBC Heritage there next week. Uh, I saw that it is the favorite for his next event. So I've uh, I've already, um, you know, created the Tiger Commits to RBC Heritage article. It's not published yet, but. <laughs> It will be quick once I get the word. Well, we will. If 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 things follow suit, it'll be a Friday after five o'clock, like press release, right? That they'll drop and he'll commit on like Friday afternoon. Yeah, usually sometimes a bit earlier, but it'll come from his Twitter account, I would assume. Um, I think his his yacht's supposed to dock next tomorrow morning, so it's an overnight venture. I don't even know if he's on the thing. Uh, he could fly and just kind of send someone up there he, he probably doesn't want to sit on the boat for two hours or for two days but who knows yeah I was, oh, that's uh, interesting i didn't realize it was going to take that yeah. long right he probably has he's yeah right he'll probably fly there or whatever or get helicoptered in or teleport i don't know that guy's got so much <laughs> money he'll figure it out but uh then he'll just stay there during the week it seems like so looking ahead i already peeked up the google maps um tpc river highlands the week after rbc heritage is on the connecticut river which flows <laughs> in from the atlantic ocean so I mean, I don't know if the yacht can float down the river, but there's a chance, there's a way for his boat to get to New York at least for next week. So maybe we go back to back weeks for Tiger, but that's pure speculation for now. We'll yeah. be we'll be tracking it come uh, next Sunday. I think that. So first of all, I am I am surprised. Okay, if he plays, which it looks, I mean, based on the yachts, you know, <laughs> he's playing. Um, I was pretty surprised. I, I too, Eric, thought it was going to be the Memorial. Now, now you have to look at this. So if he plays Heritage. I don't think he plays. I don't think he's ever going to play yeah, back to back he, weeks. He's not going to go back to back, but maybe he'll send like JT, his buddy, up on the yacht. You never there know. There you go. So probably Heritage. Then, uh, then will be the Travelers. I'm, I'm saying no. He's not going to go to Detroit and play the Rocket Mortgage. Uh, then it would be the tournament bef at the Memorial. That's not the Memorial. The um, Workday Open or Classic or whatever they're going to call it. Right. That's yeah. That, I think. He'll probably skip that and play yes. the Memorial. Right. Play the Memorial. And then who knows what his schedule looks like after that. Maybe a WGC. But wow, pretty, pretty big news if he commits to RBC Heritage, which I don't, I think he played once like 1998 or something like that. I think it's it was 90, long. yeah, 99. And he, 
came like tied for 20 or tied for 18th, I think is what I saw. So it's been a while. Um, kind of goes to show what this break has done to people and even Tiger's itching to get back. I could seriously, I could see because I think Cantley's probably going to return next week and Tiger. So I don't think Scott, Adam Scott's going to be there um, or Fleetwood. But next next week's field could be even more stacked than this week. So it's uh, oh, don't get me excited. It, it's pretty crazy that we're opening the season with potentially, you know, this field, which resembles a FedEx Cup playoff event. Um, and then next week, Tiger comes back. So it's a good way to, you know, roll out the new restarted schedule. Where's Hideki? Yeah, like, that's a good he, question. When, he might, when's he going to play? Maybe he might be in Japan for all I know. Like he could be yeah, worried about the quarantine or travel. I'm not sure where he is at the moment. Um, but yeah, he should be he should be coming back here soon. He, he won the Memorial. I'm sure he'll he maybe maybe uh, the Travelers. I think uh, that's that could draw another strong field. It always does. And that's yeah. usually after the U.S. Open. So the Travelers. Yeah, these first few weeks are going to be sweet it's it's always an event that gets rave reviews from players and spectators and everything like that up in up in cromwell connecticut so for for sure interesting okay well uh we will wait for that uh that article from you eric that tiger has committed to the rbc heritage would be uh very cool uh would be weird to see tiger play without fans though like like the rest of you know 95 percent of the tour when you go out and watch it like they don't play they play in front of three people now tiger is gonna have to do the same thing would be weird the last time um there was a round played with no fans tiger won so uh the zozo the zozo round uh two or three was no fans that's Um, right because it was like really bad weather or something right the place was like completely underwater i don't know how they played it but it it would have yeah letting fans on would have destroyed a lot of the the rough and stuff so they had no fans for one of the rounds at least um but yeah it was i remember watching that at like 3 4 a.m and it just it was putting me to sleep with no (laughs) fans even though tiger was in the hunt and kind of leading at that point but yeah that was uh, definitely interesting that reminds me that um so the memorial is going to come back presumably with fans as of right now as of time of recording this it sounds like they're going to let fans in but it's going to be a limited amount so like eight thousand ish um now, sounds like a lot it sounds like a lot okay it's, it does sound like a ton but on a golf course you like you could put eight thousand and it depends on the course somewhere a lot like if you put eight thousand at tory you it would look like there's no one out there because it's such yeah. a huge plot of land i don't know how big the plot of land is at the memorial but um naturally i assume you can't build grandstands. Grandstands are a way to put everyone in one spot, uh, which seems like a terrible idea. I think you just let them roam free. And in my ideal world, Rick's ideal world, which is the complete opposite of whatever the PGA tour does, I would let them do what the European door. Remember that? Um, it was like a men's and women's like dual event. I don't remember what it was called, but they basically let the fans go anywhere. So like they couldn't stand on the green. So they're like, there's like a guy laying on the fringe at some point, like having a nice sun suntan and you could walk up the fairways, like behind the players. It was amazing. And also will never happen on the PGA tour. Yeah. They also let dogs at that event too, which was pretty (laughs) chaotic as well. Um, I remember that it was, yeah, it was one of the mixed events in Australia, but I'm not sure how many people they had and yeah, I couldn't see that would be chaos. 8,000 people would be sprinting towards tigers. So it's, even though there's 8,000, we've already, we talked about it earlier. They're 
they kind of congregate to a few groups. So maybe they'll have to split up the marquee pairings for that one a bit more. I'm not sure, but yeah, I, they definitely will have ropes, unfortunately. But I like the idea. It'll be it'll be like East Lake all over again, and Tiger would be getting involved. Yes, mauled. yes. It's a good uh, scene, but yeah, you can't have that on every fairway. No, it'd be hilarious. It was the 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 Vic Open, yeah, which is right. in Australia, and it it was yeah. I have no idea how many people they got out. They there, should allow dogs though. Bring the dogs on. Why not? Get some my, dogs in the background. My dog would sprint after every golf ball he saw, which would probably be oh, a, yeah. bad, a bad thing. So I'm not. I be like I, that uh, the seagull that picked up the ball and dropped in the water at 17. At sawgrass. Be, yeah, could have that again. Um, I'm all for it, which means it will never ever happen. Uh, all right, let's wrap with this, Epat. So we've we've never done this before. Obviously, we're in like week three of this show. Uh, I want to get picks on the record for us. Uh, I don't want to frame it like a one and done because there's like 13 weeks left in the season or something like that. Uh, oh, actually, I lied. Can I bring up one more topic real quick? A little little self promo. Your show, buddy. You can do whatever you want. Thanks, man. So um, I don't know how much I can reveal, but big news coming on CBS Sports uh, fantasy game that will be announced uh, this week. So CBS Sports is doing a prop pick them game where every day you'll answer 10 prop questions eric and the winner will win one thousand dollars around no entry fee so i imagine if you ever wanted to like your best chance of winning the thousand is probably like the first week because there will be the lowest number of players that we'll will probably ever get this sounds like one of those competitions that is only you know restricted to the low 50 states so uh <laughs> yeah, doesn't seem like something i'll be yeah i'm not it sounds like a no no canadians event so i'll i'll probably have to pass but we'll see i'll click it that's probably true uh i don't know if you're eligible or not the uh Such a shame the caveat to this is yours truly myself I'm, I'm creating the props eric so i will be creating them uh every round of the tournament and they'll be loaded into the app so that you can uh so that you can make the picks which has been a give me an fun. example are they are they golf related or yes. like props of like will bryson flex uh oh, will... i'll see if they'll I, let me do that but you uh, have some fun ones in there yeah so it's basically like you know what will what will rory mcelroy's score be over under 70 yeah. 67 and a half or um you know, who will win uh, Bryson or Justin Thomas and a tie or something like that. So there, there's just, there'll be, you know, you know, what, what score will the winner make on the final hole, stuff like that. And there'll be 10 a day uh, and it should be pretty fun, but it's literally a crack at free money. If you're, if you're eligible for it. If I'm eligible to play, yeah, I'll, I'll be in there for sure. Uh, if you give me, well, maybe I'll, I'll put my own in and then it'll be kind of rigged towards me. <laughs> we'll uh, but the, I, the big thing that comes out of this, though, is is I, I love the investment that CBS is making in one golf and two getting into this market. I think it's very clear that the fantasy, the sports betting, all of that stuff in golf is a rocket ship that is going up and to the right. So very good signs in my we, opinion. Yeah, you've, you've been on this a lot and there was an article that came out this week about how you know golf bettors spend the most on like per week yeah. compared to other sports so golf betting is huge i love every every aspect of it four day sweat um yeah the odds are enormous so it's uh definitely something i would uh, recommend looking into for added entertainment I love it uh yeah i want to talk about that uh survey but we'll do it we'll do it next week um all right epat uh, you have to pick a winner of this golf tournament. Uh, what we'll do, we'll kind of do it like this. We're going to pick a guy. 
and I'll keep track of their earnings for the foreseeable future. I don't have an end date in mind. We'll just see how we stack up here. Uh, who do you have Ooh. for this week's, uh, I forgot what it's called, Charles Schwab Challenge? Yeah, Charles Schwab. I've, <laughs> they've got their money's worth this this year because I've yeah. been saying that. That's been said for you know three months okay. now. All do right. you know what? So this tournament used to be, so it was Fort Worth Invitation, which didn't even have a sponsor. It was Dean and DeLuca, and it was Crown Plaza, whatever. Do you, this came up, Last night in a conversation, do you know what kind of company Dean and DeLuca is? Is it a grocery store, isn't it? How, how do you know that? I, I remember this being talked about uh, like a couple of years ago. I looked into it. Kevin Kisner won anything? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kiz won one of them. Yeah. So it is a apparently a high-end grocery store that I – or store or I don't even know, market that I've never heard of. But I'm pretty sure they just filed for bankruptcy at like the start of this coronavirus, like April first. I know, so tough, tough run for Dean and Deluca. Didn't get the exposure from the golf tournament, and uh, now looks like they're, yeah, they're a few they're years toes too up. late. Um, all right, all right. I bought got? enough time to make my pick. So just earnings. So just sure. earnings. Let's do let's do earnings. Yeah, unless you have a better idea, I don't care. No, no, We're that's fine. Um, okay, tough break. Uh. I'm going to go, and it's not like a one and done, so just pick whoever. Uh, we'll just do, I can't pick the guy that you pick, and then if I go first next week, you can't pick the guy that I pick. All right. Uh, give me Justin Thomas. Okay. Justin Thomas, who I don't have his stat in front of me, but I'm pretty sure he's like one of the PGA Tour money list two of the last three years and probably should have won it last year if he didn't get hurt for that stretch. Was that last Maybe year? I'll... Like the season, I don't know when the season started or it finished anymore. Yeah, he got hurt last year. I think he couldn't defend his PGA or – yeah, no, I forget. he didn't no, play, he didn't the, play PGA, the master, which is he, wild. Yeah, because he wrapped his club around the uh, palm tree at like Honda, like an idiot on on yeah. Thursday. It was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Um, all right, you'll go with JT, who is excellent. I am just gonna go with Bryson because um, I'm in love with him, and that's it. And I think that Bryson's breaking the game. I don't want to, you know, poo poo your pick here, but this guy just. He just got a brand new, you know, V12 Ferrari for Christmas, and he's going to take it out to a, you know, a school zone. He can't even drive it fast. He's, not, <laughs> he's I don't know that that's a good analogy or not, but he is it's pretty he's good. Got all this new power, and he's going to Colonial where it's going to be tough for it to shine. So, I'm excited to see him, you know, trying to figure out what he's going to do. He's going to hit. He's going to hit six iron off the tee. He's so long. <laughs> all right, we'll see. We'll see if he can rein it in. But um, yeah, but he's definitely a. One to watch for this week. All right. Um, EPAT, you're working on the, the RBC Heritage commitment. Anything else you got going on at the score? Nope. Uh, just regular news. Betting preview should be up later tonight or tomorrow morning. Um, yeah. How did your uh, date, your countdown go? It's it's over now, right? Or like almost it, over. We got day two is today, actually. So we got I got two picks for every major for the rest of the year. So six total picks. Guys I like um has it been posted then, already uh yeah it's posted okay. uh i guess i was guess trying to, I I was trying kind to see of if right. i was gonna spoil it if i if i said one of them okay no no it's uh I, here I we got two days until golf yeah P, pga i think i went rom and sungjay uh, um would be very that. thrilled about that i'm sitting on a heavy sungjay ticket at 140 to one so you, i'm you hoping and me that, both brother yeah everyone got on that's the look even now he's 50 and if you can kind of compare him to the odds um for this week he's 28 so you'd expect his 
major odds to be around 35, 40. Yeah. So 50 is a decent value. Yeah. Well, we're not going to give away the rest of them because uh, they got to go give you the clicks. So go check out the score. Eric Scott picks up here for the U.S. Open and for the Masters as well. Ooh, these are these are uh, tantalizing. Okay, that's the uh, that's the, the tease. teaser for that. Uh, Eric Patterson at EPAC Golf. I'm sure will be very active on Twitter this week. Golf is back. Uh, thank you for joining me, sir. I'm Rick Gaiman. You can find me on Twitter at Rick Run Good. This has been 300 Yards to Unknown. Catch you next time.